0: Bill Maher was on fire this weekend. Good news—he's what real progressive actu- and progressives actually think when it comes to Western civilization and our society in general. Now, does that mean we shouldn't get crazy with him? But we should be thrilled to hear him to speak out. The war in Gaza is escalating, and that's bad news for Hamas. And a terrible story comes out of England. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs> Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, We had a pretty good weekend. It's kind of quiet. We're in the process of buying a new car, which is something that always stresses me out, but it's time. All right, so let's get to some thoughts here. So Bill Maher had some thoughts about leftism destroying Western civilization. Uh, I think this is important that someone like this comes out and talks about it. Not because he's the only voice that says this, but that he's the voice that comes from the left side of the aisle. And it's important we hear people like him speak. Now, Mar is no conservative by any stretch. Matter of fact, he does this on a pretty consistent basis. I'd say a few times a month he goes off. He he also, in the same episode, went off on the Israeli-Hamas war and how he doesn't understand how people are supporting terrorism, so he does this a lot. Um, what's ironic about his speech is that he is railing against the values of his own group. Now, this is a rather long, this is a rather long monologue, but it's it's pretty funny. It's good, so I decided instead of taking a clip out of it, just play the whole thing. Uh, and I can do that since it's my podcast. I also want to point out now, before we start jumping up and down, yay, he's on our side. Well, he's on our side when it comes to this. Okay, so let, let's not get too crazy and believe that, oh, this guy is now a conservative. He's not. He's not by any stretch of the imagination. I've heard him in a lot of different interviews with um, with uh, assorted guests, with assorted um interviewers, and he has said the same thing. He is still very much a leftist, and I'd say he's more of a progressive than a leftist, but he's an extremely left-wing progressive. So let's just listen to his monologue and see what we can learn from it.
1: General, for all the progressives and academics who refer to Israel as an outpost of Western civilization like it's a bad thing, please note, Western civilization is what gave the world pretty much every goddamn liberal precept that liberals are supposed to adore. (laughs) Individual liberty, scientific inquiry, rule of law, religious freedom, women's rights, human rights, democracy, trial by jury, freedom of speech. Please, somebody stop us before we enlighten again. (laughs) And since one can find all these concepts in today's Israel and virtually nowhere else in the Middle East, if anything, the world would be a better place if it had more Israels. Of course, this message falls on deaf ears to the current crop who reduce everything to being only victims or victimizers. So Israel is lumped in as the toxic fruit of the victimizing West. The irony being that all marginalized people live better today because of Western ideals, not in spite of them. Martin Luther King used Henry David Thoreau's essay, Civil Disobedience, to help shape the civil rights movement. The UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights owes its core to Rousseau and Voltaire. Cleisthenes never showed up for a sexual harassment seminar. (laughs) But without him, there's no democracy. The cop who murdered George Floyd got 21 years for violating his Fourth Amendment rights, an idea we got directly from John Locke, who no one in college would ever study anymore because he's so old and so white and so dead. (laughs) So Western. Yes, that's how simple the woke are. It's never about ideas. If it was, would they be cheering on Hamas for their liberation? Liberation, to do what? More freely preside over a country where there are no laws against sexual harassment, spousal rape, domestic violence, homophobia, honor killings, or child marriage? This is who liberals think you should stand with? (laughs) Women there should be so lucky as to get colonized by anybody else. And for the record, the Jews didn't colonize Israel or anywhere ever except maybe Boca Raton. (laughs) Gaza wasn't seized by Israel like India or Kenya was by the British Empire. And the partitioning of the region wasn't decided by Jews, but by a vote of the United Nations in 1947, with everyone from Russia to Haiti voting for it. But apparently they don't teach this at drag queen story hour anymore. (laughs) It is true that for too long, we didn't study enough Asian or African or Latin American history. But part of the reason for that is, frankly, there's not as much to study. Colleges replaced courses in Western Civ. Boo! <laughs> I roll, dead white men, am I right? They replaced that with world civilization classes, which is fine in theory, but what it meant in practice is you read queer poetry of the African diaspora instead of Shakespeare. And I'm sure there's value in both. But as usual, America only ever overcorrects. And so we're at this place now where the words Western Civ became kind of a shorthand for white people ruined everything. (laughs) But they didn't ruin everything. No, they didn't live up to their own ideals for far too long and committed atrocities. But people back then were all atrocious. (laughs) Not just the white ones, depending on who had the power. But it was the Western Enlightenment that gave rise to the notion that the law of the jungle should be curbed. Henry David Thoreau, John Stuart Mill, Ralph Waldo Emerson, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, three named dudes. (laughs) It was all about free name dudes. Free named dudes like that were the OG social justice warriors. The ideas that came through Athens, Rome, London, Paris, and yes, Philadelphia are what make life good for most people in free societies today. That the individuals have value, and even the powers that be must submit to the rule of law. That punishment should not be cruel and unusual the accused get people get a trial that there is such a thing as a war crime why is it that every other culture gets a pass but the west is exclusively the sum of the worst things it's ever done you think only white people colonized (laughs) historians estimate that the very non-western mister Genghis Khan (laughs) killed 40 million people and that was in the 13th century He single-handedly may have reduced the world's population by 11%. On the other hand, he kind of made up for it because he was such a prolific colonizer of vaginas that today an estimated 16 million people are his direct descendants. So stop saying Western civilization like it's a contradiction in terms. It's not. You're thinking of moderate Republican.
0: Okay, so let me say I'm very encouraged to hear so many people clapping and laughing at this monologue. I'm encouraged because it means there are, his audience is very leftist. They're unwoke, which is why Mar is being denigrated by the left. Because they are very unwoke, but they are extremely on the left side. And they laugh at this, and that's good. Now, I've got some thoughts, and I heard this, and I I just said, you know what, this is something. There's this theory called the white replacement theory. Now, the left has claimed that this is a white supremacist theory. It's not happening. But the reality is, that's a feint. That is, it's just not true that it's not happening. The left see white people, especially men, as evil and are thrilled at the thought of this country be replaced by people of color. Now, by people of color, what they mean is non-Western civilization people. There's a reason why Israel is being condemned right now. And Israel is not all white people. Jews are not all white people. Israel is not made up of all white people. 20% of that country is Arab, is is Muslim. So it's not an all-white country. Now mind you, in the surrounding areas, the Arab areas, there are no Jews there. Matter of fact, there's nothing but Muslims in those countries. but we but no one talks about that. They don't want to admit that they're trying to replace white people. They're trying to eliminate Western civilization by bringing in people of color, who do not use do Western civilization? Mexico, Honduras, El Salvador, uh, Guatemala, South America—they're not Western civilization countries. Which is why everyone is trying to get here. They are crap holes. They are t- t- tyrannical governments. Things like open—they—they they support things like open borders because they want those people to colonize this country all this all the screaming you hear about colonization colonization is only bad if western civ countries do it and there's no benefit to it for example india was just absolutely a terrible country because the british colonized it they don't look at any Good things that happened because Britain was in India. As a matter of fact, India is the country today, it is today because of British colonization. But no one wants to point out, well, there are good reasons why colonization happened. But these people, they want these open borders. They want to destroy statues. They want to eliminate history. They want to implement critical race theory. They want to re implement segregation all because white people are terrible and white people represent Western civilization. Of course, they seem to forget sometimes that there are countries that do not celebrate Western civilization and they're white. Russia. Hello, here's something wild and crazy. Ukraine. These are countries that don't... South Africa. These are countries that were white-run but they do not embrace Western civilization by any stretch of the imagination. Here's the big question, and it's a big question. The question is why? I mean, Western civilization civilization created beautiful music, created poetry, created great literature, art, created the cell phone, the computer, the television, the movie, the talking movie, Everything, air conditioning, heater, refrigeration, that was; those were all products of Western civilization. We want medicine. Why do they hate it so much? And yet they enjoy the bounties. Well, it's because the ideas of Western civilization, the ideas that Western civilization promotes goes against the theories that these bored leftists think are awesome. Hey, socialism, anarchy, communism, the nanny state, free love. These are all things they think will make somebody eternally happy. Here's the problem. All of these things may look great on paper. Hey, I've read the communist manifesto. Hey, on the on paper, that looks like a pretty awesome idea. Here's the problem. It's never worked. It has never worked. Not once has any of that stuff ever worked. Free love has never brought happiness. Communism has never brought happiness. It's only brought misery, despair, and death. Socialism has never made things better. It usually stagnates. Nanny state is just socialism, uh, a watered-down version of socialism. Anarchy can't exist Because those same people that support anarchy would be probably the first people eliminated. Why do they continue to support all of these ideals that have led to misery, slavery, despair, and death? Well, I just answered your question earlier. They're bored. They sit in classrooms. They read about Marxism. They bitch and bitch about capitalism. And that's, by the way, all because of the elitist teachers. By the way, the same elitist teachers, when communism and tyranny took over, take over, will be the first ones in the gulags. And they sit there and they push it. And they don't see, they don't read John Locke, they don't read Thomas Jefferson, they don't read the Federalist Papers. They don't even read the Constitution. They just have one side. Because guess what? The board elitists are also bored the elitists are also bored they, they don't want to do this stuff they would rather just teach about Marxism and, and oh, all the injustice in our society so these little kids grow up thinking their lives would be so much easier and so much more privileged if they lived under socialism as it is now hell it would be so much better because they don't have to go to work they don't have to go to work and we'll we'll see that during our dumbass of the day that they really believe this now here are some fallacies and these there are some fallacies and by the way this is a short list hardly an in-depth list of fallacies that these leftists are taught these socialists commun- I would call them socialists and communists but I think that's wrong I don't think any of these people know what socialism or communism actually is. So here are a few fallacies, okay? First off, solo- socialism does work. It's just never been done correctly. Okay, socialism, this is just, this is the thing that just trips me out. And I blow this completely out of the water and I've had I've had debates with people while neutral parties were next to me. And I've won every time socialism has been tried at so many in so many different levels and it has failed every time it has been tried with families within families it has been tried within schools it has been tried within communes it has been tried in governments and it's been tried throughout human history human existence it has never worked ever ever has it worked All sorts of different flavors of Marxism have been implemented. Marxism, Trotskyism, Leninism, Stalinism, Maoism. And we've got leaders today that are trying to manipulate it more. Xi Jinping in China is trying to change it from Mao. His predecessor tried to make it more of a capitalist society. Kim in North Korea. Korea is trying to make his own version. Even Macron in France is trying to manipulate socialism so that it works within a free market economy. By the way, that's just called fascism. And of course, you've got Hitler and Mussolini. Hitler tried socialism. It didn't work out. And he inherited fascism from Mussolini in in Italy. When they sit back, it's funny. When they sit back... And they say fascism is far right and and communism is far. No, they're not. They're right next to each other. Fascism is just a little right of socialism. Not much. The only difference is that free markets are allowed to run. It's just they're heavily regulated and heavily monitored by the government, by the socialist government. That's the only difference. There is not much of a difference. As a matter of fact, I'm reading the Gulag Archipelago right now. I've decided to read all three volumes of it. If you read about it, there's so little difference on the way Hitler ran Germany, Nazi Germany, and the way Lenin and Stalin ran the Soviet Union. They almost ran them identically, both economically and politically and socially. There's no difference. Whenever you say, oh, you're a fascist, okay, um, no, you're closer to the fascist than I am. Anyway, um, the Democratic, you know what hasn't been tried throughout human history? As a matter of fact, it's only been tried once. And that's the Democratic Republic. The United States creating a Democratic constitutional republic is the first time in human history it's ever been tried and it's been a huge success. Now, the democracy that we're talking about, we're talking about a democratic republic, which means we vote for representatives and those representatives vote for us. Don't confuse that with Greek democracy. Greek democracy was not a representative democracy. It was everyone votes, they vote for their representatives, and then the representatives basically became tyrants. So there is a difference between what the Greeks did and what the Americans did. And then not to mention, Greeks, the Greeks never had any sort of moral base. They based everything on reason. But our constitutional republic is the first one of its kind in history, in world history. The closest one you could say was Greece, but even that was nothing like this. The next uh, little lie that everyone wants you to believe is that people are malleable. People can change. We can mold people into a society that we need to be. I mean, this was the biggest error in Marx was the belief that people can be molded. And even Lenin rejected Marx because people were not changing Here's the secret with people. People are the same. They've been the same throughout history. They were the same 3,000 years ago than they are today. How do we know this? Genesis remains one of the main books of the Bible that everyone studies if they have any sort of moral base is Genesis because Genesis is about human nature. And human nature was the same back then as it is now. It hasn't changed. And the other thing, instead of reading the fantasy that is Karl Marx, where all people can be molded or will eventually grow in the same way, individualism will disappear. You should read Plato, Aquinas, Locke, Aristotle, Jefferson, Huxley, Orwell, Dostoevsky, Twain, shultz and the rest of the Bible. Because in all those writers over the span of thousands of years, and we can throw Rousseau in there, we can throw all those other guys, a Voltaire in there, all those, Shakespeare can be thrown in there. All those people studied the human condition, studied human nature, Wrote about the human condition and wrote about human nature and newsflash. We humans were the same, we never changed. Shakespeare, prime example. Shakespeare, Macbeth, all his tragedies, all his, his tragedies, especially, but they were a study in the human condition, human weaknesses. The reason Shakespeare is as important today 300 400 years after he was after he died is because it still applies today huxley and orwell why are they so important because we're seeing they're doing the same thing here today to push socialism when in fact they were completely against socialism i'm telling you one thing you want to read about socialism you want to read about what's happening exactly today Read Brave New World by Huxley. It's exactly what's happening today. Exa- word for word, it is the same. And then the other problem with collectivism altogether is collectivism assumes we're not individuals. We do not get along, three of us do not get along in the same house because we each have our individual quirks. You mean to tell me socialism has solved it? For millions of people to make them all the same? Because that's what socialism depends on, that's what marxism depends on. Well, guess what? Lenin didn't believe that. Lenin, hey, Marx would have been thrown in a gulag if he was in Russia when Lenin took over. Because what Lenin believed is no, people can't won't change. People are different. And the government needs to force them to be the same. And if they don't, if they're not the same or they refuse to change, then they need to be thrown in prison. And that's where that's what led to the gulag system in Russia. Well, the Soviet Union. And we see that it's the same play everywhere. It's the same play in Angola, Cuba, China, North Korea. It always ends up the same. Okay, let's get to the next. Rich people are evil and exploit the worker. Again, this is straight out of Marx, who, by the way, never had a job in his life. The guy was a complete leech his entire life. That's what he was. Um, Capitalism, rich people, in capitalism, rich people who steal. Okay, rich people who steal are thrown in prison. In capitalism, rich people who become rich rich, typically don't do it legally. They have to because they want to stay rich. They do this through innovation, making society better. Musk, Bezos, Gates, Oprah Winfrey have all made life better for us. We all liked what they did. So what did we do? We paid them to keep doing that. They don't steal anything. Jeff Bezos, who, by the way, is a leftist. Jeff Bezos is just providing us with a service that everyone likes. And so what do we do? We pay for the service. You order your Amazon package. You're paying for that Amazon package to get here, to be convenient for you. Elon Musk, people pay him for Twitter. People pay him. For his Teslas. People are paying him to launch ships into space. And he's going to get continue to get paid. He's not the richest man in the world because he's stealing. We buy it. And listen, and here's this big secret. And this is something the left doesn't want you to know. Every person in the world, every person in the United States, not in the world, but in the United States... Can do exactly what Winfrey, Musk, and Gates and Bezos have done. They just have to have the capacity to do it, and that's the difference. If you sit there and realize I want to be like Mark Ga- I want to be like Mark uh, uh, Elon Musk. Well, yeah, okay. Build a spaceship and launch it. Build a car, an electric car, and sell it and market it correctly. Most of us can't do that because we don't have the capacity for it. I know that. I could never be Elon Musk. I don't have that level of aggressiveness. I definitely don't have that level of brilliance. I can't see out of the box. I can't see in three dimensions like Elon Musk does. That's what makes him great. But here's the problem. A person like me, a conservative like me, sees Elon Musk and say, there is a there's the American dream. There is a success story and we can all do it. But other people, especially on the left see Elon Musk and they don't praise the wonderful innovations of Elon, of him. They sit there and they're jealous. And they say you should give me your money because you have too much of it. Like anybody is can be an indicator. Anybody can be a judge of who has too much and who it's jealousy. It's pure jealousy. Capacity does matter. We can't all be Elon Musk's. We can't. We would be in utopia if we had a society of Elon Musk's, but we don't, and we never will. That's what makes him special. That's what makes him rich. And being jealous about it, that's just wrong. And then finally, the last one, which you'll hear in a dumbass of the day, which is going to come sooner than it is because this is already 30 minutes. We can have a fulfilling life without working working is unnecessary i'm going to get to this when we get to dumbasses of the day okay um, working is necessary it is the it is a, a part of life that you must do it is non-negotiable work has been something that people have done for all of human existence and it's never going to end And if you decide you don't want to work because you want to enjoy life, you're going to be on the breadline. You're going to be unemployed, living in a hovel, starving. Chances are you're going to be on drugs, homeless. But this is a stupid thing. Whenever this argument comes up, the first thing I always ask is what civilization is better? Because that's something that everyone says. Oh, the rest of the world. Where? What civilization is better? The only answer I get, which is a stupid answer, every time, every time, is the American Indians. The American Indians were a trash. They were falling apart. The reality is, if Columbus discovered America 200 years later, the Indians would probably be extinct on their own. They were Crippled with disease, they had no innovation. They had no technology. Medicine involved praying or or uh, doing a um, a dance over them, praying to nature. They had no chance. They were going under. I also hear Africa. Oh, Africa is a better civilization. Well, I mean, Africa's a landmass. It's a continent. First off, I've heard that that twice actually, only twice. But it, but what society within Africa would you want to want brought over here? Angola? Liberia? Sudan? Somalia? Egypt? Africa, the reality is the whole continent of Africa has tremendous amounts of slavery still to this day. They have genocide, The whole continent is in perpetual civil war. They are extremely racist. Half the countries are theocracies. And if you don't follow their religion, they'll kill you. What exactly about the African nations do you see you want brought over here? Well, there's no answer. Of course there's no answer. There's no answers... Nobody wants China, our society, to mimic China or Russia or any of the other top socialist countries. No one says Mexico is better, Central America is better, or South America is better. We know they're not better. Do you know why we know? They're trying to get over here. Those, those countries suck. They suck so bad. The people are breaking into this country. And by the way, that's what's asinine. You see them walking up Mexico holding their flags well if you're holding your flags, why are you coming here? We don't want you here. Stay in South America stay in Central America. if you love your country so much why are you carrying your flag and coming up here? It, well they're trying to make they're trying to make this country into a another country, another civilization altogether. And how do you do that? White replacement theory you actually replace the civilization here. That's why they're not pushing. They want open borders and they don't want anyone to acclimate to our society. You don't even have to learn our language. Yeah. Well, this is that's not going to work out. And I got news to you, people are beginning to push back. Okay, so yeah, oh wow, we're really going. So let's get to the news. I'm I'll have to wait for my I'll have to wait for my news story on the baby in England. Till tomorrow, so let's get to. I'm sorry, so let's get to the news. Okay, so we got a lot going on. So, the Hamas-Israel war is moving on, rages on. Israel is well into their ground invasion right now. Uh, the Hamas health ministry, and I know they like to call it the Palestinian health industry, but it is the Hamas health industry, claims that there are 11,000 dead civilians. Uh, probably BS. Probably none of that is true. Nothing. None of that can be, they're known for lying. Israel has lost about 24 IDF uh, forces, the Israeli Defense Force. So 24 troops have been killed. Israel is laying waste to Hamas rebels, including some of their leadership. So they are beginning to hit them. Uh, the problem they're having is Hamas is hiding, hiding under hospitals. You remember, that's yes, that's completely illegal, but no one wants to talk about it. So Hamas terrorists are under hospitals, and they're forcing people to stay around those areas because they're using people as human shields. Anybody who's trying to escape is being shot by Hamas. Israel is now surrounding three hospitals. They're doing... The unthinkable, they're trying to keep those hospitals running while trying to rid them of those Hamas parasites. They're having a lot of fun trying to do that. Hamas now has released pictures, I think accidentally, that shows Hamas terrorists, armed Hamas terrorists, inside the hospitals with the patients. So we're seeing guys with AK-47s. We're seeing guys with RPGs. They're walking through the hospitals and people are taking pictures of them. Hamas has decided they're not going to negotiate for the freedom of the 240 hostages that are there. So, by the way, I think it's a crap shoot whether those hostages are even alive. I mean, who knows if they're alive? But now they're saying, oh, we're not going to negotiate and to be honest with you, I'm not sure how much negotiation there was. Israel did agree to stop uh, bombing for four hours. They gave Hamas a window of four hours so that aid can go into the Gaza Strip. And guess what ended up happening? And by the way, there's more film of it. Hamas ended up taking all of the aid, including medicine, including food, including fuel. So, you know, nothing's getting to them. So Israel should just, you know, not even bother uh, stopping anymore. Uh, It's just, it's an absolute mess there. Now there are more images coming out of uh, Israel about the attacks. Apparently, um, inside of the classrooms in Gaza Strip, uh, Mein Kampf, Hitler's, How-to book is actually part of the classroom curriculum. That's awesome. The Hamas has a minister, a, a general of the army for rape. So right now, they actually have a guy who's teaching the soldiers and encouraging the soldiers to go rape Israeli women. So all of that is going really well. And we're still supporting this group, or I'm not, but people are still supporting this group. Meanwhile, back in the United States, all the anti-Israeli and anti-Jewish violence and protest continues, And it, but I got to be honest with you, it seems like it's waning a little bit as more information comes up. They, we do expect a lot more violence to come out of the Middle East because they keep screaming about jihad and things like that. So we are just waiting for terrorists to, to hit the United States and England. In England, it's really bad. In, Eng, in the United States and New York, they're tearing down American flags. See, that's what this is all about. It has nothing to do with what's happening in Israel. It's just about tearing down American flags, destroying Western civilization. Here's the problem. Um, we're beginning to see just how stupid these people that are protesting. They really don't know what they're protesting about. Here's an example. Um, pe- I, this woman is being asked because she's screaming from, or she's writing in chalk from the river to the sea on, I think it's, it looks like some college. It could be UCLA. I'm not even sure. But she's in there scr- riding on chalk to the river from the sea. From the river to the sea, Palestine should be free on the ground. And somebody walks up to her and asks, What's the river? And uh, yeah, we can see just how dumb she is. Yeah. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Yeah, which be, river? That's that's anti-Semitic.
2: Which river? Which river? Which river? Which river? Wait, that's a...
0: I'm asking you, which, ri- which you river which river, which sea? What's the point? Because if
2: you're chanting from the river to the sea, you have to know which river and sea you're talking about, right? Yeah, I do. you right. So which river so which river you're right. does it matter? Yes. If, if we don't even know, then what's the point of recording? If you don't even... If, if if you, so, so you're so writing messages so, that you don't know so, what they mean? If, right? If, if you don't... need to say something racist, even if if I don't know it's what it means... It's, it's not racist. racist. It's, it's not, racist. Racist. not racist. It's... It's... But listen, it, it, if I, you don't okay. know what it okay. means, okay. how can you say... All right, I'm sorry, I shouldn't even talk to you. I'm sorry. We're not supposed
0: to... So those are the geniuses that are screaming to the river from the sea, by the way, or no, from the river to the sea. By the way, the river is Jordan and the sea is the Mediterranean, which means if you go from Jordan to the Mediterranean, it's all of Israel. So they're basically saying they want they want the land back. They want to kick Israel out. And if we actually read some of the charter for Hamas, they just want to kill Jews. That's their goal. Okay, so it's going wonderfully over there. Israel is going to win this and they're going to win it big. Other news, five U.S. Special Forces soldiers were killed in a helicopter crash on the Mediterranean Sea. That's very sad. I mean, it's Veterans Weekend. Uh, The officers were Chief Warrant Officer 3, Stephen Dwyer, Chief Warrant Officer 2, Shane Barnes, Staff Sergeant Tanner Groen, Staff uh, Sergeant Andrew Southard, and Sergeant Cade Wolf. So rest in peace to those guys and to all of you. Happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Weekend. Uh, more news. So, so far in Syria, 52 attacks have been launched against U.S. troops. Now we, we talk about now right now the United States is responding, not responding really strong, They're responding strong in that when they hit something, they hit it hard, and they're killing people. They're killing these terrorists. These are all Iran-backed militants, Um, and they're blowing the crap out of them. But a lot of people are complaining they're just not doing enough. They should go in there and just lay waste to them, and we're not. I think we have had 14 attacks. On, Israel, on uh, Iranian militants Iran seems to be getting a little nervous They've been doing all these attacks They haven't killed one soldier yet Now what's going to happen if they do? That's going to be the big question But the Biden administration Again, showing nothing but weakness What the this administration should do And what a lot of military experts are mm-hmm. saying uh, No, we should probably just go in there And just mm-hmm. lay waste to all of them Don't let them attack go in and just just destroy everything. Find it, we know where they are. It's not like they're hidden. And kill them all. But, you know, Joe Biden. Finally, this seems to be uh uh this seems to be kind of a fun story. So, so carjackers tried to steal an SUV in Washington D.C. Now, this shouldn't be no any surprise. I mean, there were 800 carjackings so far this year. So you're averaging two to three a day, but um, this carjacking was special. It was the SUV was owned by the Secret Service as they were escort, escorting Hunter Biden's daughter around. Why she's out at two a.m. I don't know, but who cares? Uh, so they started shooting at the criminals. Criminals ran away, uh, didn't get caught. Still, still on the still on the prowl. I do want to point out something, and this really just gets my kicks my cat. It'd be kind of nice if people had the Secret Service watching them. What about the other, I don't know, I think there were 856 carjackings in Washington, D.C. What about the other 800, and, well, 857 with this one? What happened to the other 856? We don't have, oh, Joe Biden's got his Secret Service. By the way, all armed. That's why they were shooting back. You know, Joe Biden's anti gun. We're not, uh, people aren't allowed to carry guns, but Joe Biden's posse is allowed to. Would be kind of nice if we had that same thing that our elite, our elitists have. Okay, let's get to our dumbass of the day. <laughs> Okay, this is a great video. I love this video. Um, And we just talked about socialism and things like that and why people love socialism, even though they've never experienced socialism. They have no idea what it's like. I mean, like I said, read the Gulag Archipelago. You'll really learn what socialism's all about. But here's a gal, uh, and she's bitter, Now, one of the things I'm going to do, I'm probably going to do a, I'm probably going to do a video of this and throw it on Rumble. I should have probably recorded it as I'm working here, but this is just delicious because this gal is sitting in her car, okay, very expensive car, I would assume, uh, on her $1,000 cell phone, bitching about having to go to work and how it's her parents' fault because she didn't ask to be born and you can tell this guy's got a big future lined up for her because she has got piercings all over her face she has got tattoos on her face and her neck including her eyelids and she doesn't sound like she's the sharpest tool in the drawer so let's listen to this broad I don't even have much to say about her let's listen
2: work until we have to die just for the privilege of being alive Huh? Like, we never asked to be born, but now we're obligated to do labor until we die. Huh? We have to work somewhere just to afford a house that we're never at because we're working to afford the house. Huh? Is the meaning of life to work and pay taxes and then die? On top of that, we also have to work to afford our vehicle to get to work in other places and afford gas just to get to work. And we also have to pay taxes for our roads to drive on to get to work with the privilege of food, which we should just be able to have, pretty much just work and die. Let's not forget about life insurance just in case we almost die. And then we have to work for our children to go to school to learn how to work so our children know how to work for their children so that their children can go to school and go to work. Like somebody tell me that this is fair. Like, is it lazy to just wanna enjoy life? Like, why why do we have to work? I'm stressed
0: spoken like a true modern day gen alpha alpha spoken just exactly the way these people think I shouldn't have to work why I was born I'm a victim because I was born now I have to work yes you have to work to stay alive um that's how it's worked all the, someone is gonna have to to work to for you to stay alive one way or the other someone is gonna have to work to stay alive and so the i mean wealth food food is not a right that is these people confuse what a right is food is earned you either pay for it or you grow it yourself she but she thinks she should be Just be handed food. Well, here's the thing. What about the person that's actually making the food so that your stupid ass can eat without working? What about them? They have to work. Someone has to work for the food. The food isn't going to magically appear from heaven. These people, and then, you know, again, I'm a victim because I was born. And it just doesn't seem right that I have to work. And of course, that's with tattoos all over her body, her face pierced everywhere. I'm definitely releasing a, a, a video of this because she just looks... And she looks stupid. You can tell she's probably stoned right now. She looks dumb. She speaks like she's stupid. But that's that's the generation of kids we're raising. And where did she learn all this? Probably in college. I hope you guys have a great day. God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbass Talking College.